Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello, fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello? Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Sam Pets Radio, Australia's coolest podcast network. Hi everybody, welcome to yet another, we're weekly as hell now, uh, hell episode yeah. of Serious Issues, a weekly comic book podcast. My name is Andrew Levins, joining me today for an episode that involves, um, I don't know what the first book is about, but I do know the second book is sad, and then um, Jesus, uh, that's, that, that's all the incredible topics we're covering today. Uh, I have my special <laughs> guests, Joel Zamet and Joel Dusha, please give yourselves a round of applause. Yeah. Well done, Joel. Yes. We've made it again, yes. yet again. That's, I, I predict this to be the best episode yet. Oh, that's um, a huge <laughs> prediction. I predict it's going to be the saddest <laughs> episode <laughs> yet. I do love unknown sad and Jesus. Those are the three <laughs> topics that I like to hit subscribe to. Uh, so we've got Stillwater being reviewed by Zamet today. Um, Dusha is taking on a book called Rosalie Lightning, mm. um, in, in which he's told me that he's the bravest man alive for reviewing it in the company of Joel and myself. <laughs> yeah. Um, and uh, finally, I'm going out with a very fun manga called Saint Young Men. So let's kick off this episode, Zamet. Tell me about Stillwater Ten. by Chip Zdarsky Dude. and Ramon Perez. Someone, Ramon Perez. Oh man, what a what a team! Yeah. So uh, I, I didn't really know much about this particular comic when I read it. I just saw that it was um, written by Chip Zdarsky, and I do like his work. I mean, I, I really only I think I came to know Chip Zdarsky's work through his art. Initially, on sex criminals, on sex criminals, and then he was like, "Oh, he also writes other things," and I was like, "Oh, cool! I love when um, artists uh, kind of, I guess, go and do writey stuff." So I was like, "I'll check some of his stuff out," and I've, I've enjoyed kind of everything. I love done. when I love when artists take the yeah, easy road. Yeah, like, I don't want to draw a face. Let me word. Um, so I was like, oh, "I'll I'll give it a I'll give it a bill and have a look at it." And um, so it starts off as again, it's like a, a a very stereotypical kind of premise where it's just like you've got um, like an asshole guy. I forget his name. Maybe it's Daniel. I think it is. Yeah, Daniel. And he gets fired from his job because he, uh, I guess, pro- approaches a situation where I guess he was in the right, but he does it in a wrong way. He uses a bit more <laughs> violence than he probably should have. He shouldn't shove yeah. a coworker. Um, and so then he goes out drinking with his mate. Uh, I don't remember his name, but I'm going to call him the blonde one. Yeah, um, Johnny Blonde. Johnny Blonde, and they go out drinking, and he gets into a fight with the uh, a, a bouncer, and he wakes up all battered and bruised at 2 o'clock, and he's like, ah, oh, I'm all fucked. And then he gets a knock on the door, and he's like, uh, Daniel, whatever your last name is, I have a letter from you from your great 
aunt, I think, or great great aunt. <laughs> uh, there's she's dead now, but whatever. You got to go to this place called Stillwater. Uh, you for some legal readings, maybe you get money or a house. We don't know. <clears throat> and so then he, uh, Bl- Johnny Blonde is like, "Let's go on a road trip." And so then they go on a road trip, and uh, yeah. it's basically just that. So they start, start driving <laughs> down it. to Stillwater, and they stop off in this place, and they're like, "What? It, do, you, do you know where Stillwater is? And everyone's like, I don't know where the fuck that is. Whatever, have some chippies. Um, and <laughs> as they're going down to, to Stillwater, they're still a little bit hungover, and they're like, I don't know what's going to happen. And then the classic kind of tropes of like, ah, what if you got to stay a night in the haunted hotel? Who knows what this person is? And it's like, I don't know who this person is. My parents are dead. I can't even ask them. And then they get like pulled over by a cop, and they're like, oh, here it is. And the cop is like starts giving them like you know the third degree, but then the cop kind of about face and is like, ah, I'm just playing with it. You guys have fun. It's just been so long since I've had someone in uh, come to Stillwater. It's uh, crazy. I never get a chance to play bad cop, so whatever. Stay out of trouble, you kids. He's uh... <laughs> Uh, and so they eventually get to Stillwater, and it's like a, like everyone is like real shocked that they're there because they just don't get any visitors. Um, yeah. And then it's like, right, is there a, is there the the, the law uh, officer of I think or the law office of I believe it's Joel Anderson. So another Joel hey. appears. So I was happy about that. Finally, another Joel. No, I know yeah. we don't get We've many, but we get a few. The world's third Joel. Yeah. 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 Uh, so I was like, it's always nice seeing my name or our name pop up in media. Uh, <laughs> so I was like, that's nice. And uh, but then like, oh look, there's there's no the, the the person hasn't been here for like 15 years. I'm so sorry, but you know you shit out of luck. And as they're having a chat, they're, they're about to like eat some food at a diner. Uh, Johnny Blonde notices some mm-hmm. two kids up on like the top of a building opposite them, just like playing around, horsing around, if you were kind of shoving each other and whatnot. And he's like, those kids are too close to the to the edge. And so he's like, hey, kids, stop. And so they're both like, D- Daniel and Johnny Blonde looking up, and like, oh, yeah, kids, stop shoving each other. And the kids pause. And then one kid just shoves the other kid right off and he falls. And they start panicking and freaking out. And the rest of the town are not giving a shit. And so Johnny Blonde, like, he's like, hey, someone help. Some- Why is no one caring? And he scoops up the kid. And he's like, "Where's, where's the new, where's the doctor?" And someone just like nonchalantly pauses, like points over there. They go in, and then the doctor's like, "Oh yeah, uh, yeah, uh, well, yeah, just put him down. He he needs a, t- I need some space to examine him." And before anything could happen, uh, old mate blonde uh, blonde kid, who is the one that got pushed out, like uh, fell, yeah. he just pops up. He's fine. His his wound heals. He's he's still looking good. And he's just like runs out. And then the doctor's like, look, you need to leave now. Um, Classic. Goodbye. And uh, uh, as they're leaving, the, 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 they, they freak out and they're like, what the fuck is going on? Then the old mate cop comes uh, from before and just beats the shit out of uh, uh, Daniel because he's having a freak out. And yeah. uh, they also beat the shit Classic out of Johnny, <clears throat> Johnny Blonde. And they hog tie him and chuck him in a truck. And then they're like, "Look, you sh- I knew I knew you were going to be trouble. I knew you were going to be trouble. I, the moment I saw you, you should have not come here." And so they like take him out to the outskirts. Like, they call it the border, I think. Um, and they take him there. And there's a big bonfire there. And he's like, uh, "Yeah, the, the beautiful thing about Stillwater is that no one dies. No one dies in Stillwater. You cannot die in Stillwater. I had no one die in my town for the longest time, and no one can die there. But until you get to this point here, I pass the border, and that's where you know, I guess, time starts happening again. Because the cop is like, now I'm adding precious minutes to my life, and you fucked it up. And uh, before you can really think about doing anything, 
he pulls out a gun and shoots Johnny Blonde in the head. And you're like, oh, shit, Johnny Blonde. I didn't even know his name. <laughs> and uh, he's about to shoot old mate Danny. And then, and then someone's like, my boy. And it's a lady. And I'm assuming mother. Um, mm-hmm. She's like, no, my boy, don't shoot me. And that's the end of episode one. And I'm episode excited. One. Yeah, that was issue one. Yeah. <laughs> Did you did you have you read only the first um, issue? Yeah, only the first issue. Because uh, again, I've, I'm, I'm intrigued by it. I didn't want to like you know uh, shoot my load and and, and read yep. the whole uh, 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 book. Or I think there's like nine issues currently out at the moment. Yeah, the ninth one just came out last yeah, week. Yeah, um, but yeah, through, through Image Comics, specifically Robert Kirkman's Skybound imprint. Oh, oh sick. Yeah, I so, love yeah. Image Comics, which will be a zero shock for mm. anyone listening that knows anything about me. Oh, yeah. Image, they started off fairly rocky, but now, real good. Yeah, I've only jumped on them, like, post to The Walking Dead, but mm. still, like, like they've got so much stuff that I love. So much stuff. So much stuff. But, you know, it's uh, very good. I'm looking forward to where it, like, will, will, what will happen and what kind of, like, twists and turns. And, like, yeah. I'm hoping it's not, like, a paint-by-numbers kind of horror, which, again, killing Johnny Blonde in the first issue, I was I was a bit surprised. I yeah. thought Johnny Blonde was going to be a little bit more of a character. But, no, you know, he's dead. He, he got shot in the head. He, he's dead. He ain't coming back. Uh, Unless he comes back, just, then I'll eat my own hat. But he's dead. That's, that's yeah, that's an amazing creative team. team. Chip Zdarsky, obviously the better known of the two. Like, you know, his work as an artist on Sex Criminals is great. Mm. But as a writer, the Image published a two-issue series he did a couple of years ago called The White Trees, which was like a fantasy thing, mm. which you yeah. would love, um, yeah. uh, Zamet. Oh, and yeah. um, Ramon Perez is... One of my favorite artists. Um, he's best known for doing the Jim Henson's Tale of Sand adaptation a few years ago. Yeah. But he also did an adaptation of Jane Eyre called Jane, <laughs> okay. um, which is really good. Like It's like Jane Eyre as a thriller, like a modern day thriller. Oh, sick. Um, and if you like the character of Nova, he <laughs> wrote a... Um, a book called he did the art sorry for a book called Novas which Nova Dick both, Ryder or the more younger Nova r- both of them right. together um, and it, it, it was like seven issues and then tragically cancelled like oh. so many good Marvel books mm. but um, man the art fucking rocked um, yeah, the, what's yeah. crazy though is that Stillwater um, a comic that started being published last year for Image right so there's a comic Stillwater um, mm-hmm. this year we got a movie called Stillwater starring uh, oh, yeah, Matt yeah, Damon yeah. Matt Damon as like an oil worker, yeah. Uh, so that came out this 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 month, I think. Mm. Uh, last month it came out. Yeah. Uh, and then there's also because my kids watch it a TV series which started at the end of last year. It's on Apple TV Plus, and it's like a Zen uh, kids series about a panda <laughs> called Stillwater. What's all yeah. the Stillwater? Uh, it's in the that's public consciousness. We like water that's not moving. Yeah, it's well, relaxing. Well, uh, yeah. Will all these properties cross over? <laughs> uh, yeah, lock it in. Issue 12, I reckon. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, I, I think I've ever um, read anything of um, uh, uh, Ramon Perez's. Because, again, it, it, it's, it's, it's really good art. Like, it's very expressive. It's kind of, like, got its own sort of style. And, yeah, really, really, yeah. like, love the He's art. He's such a good artist. Man, that Jane Eyre, um, that, that's, like, I've, I've bought that for my old people. Like, you know, when you're like, I know a friend who kind of likes the idea of comics. Mm. Perfect yeah. gift. Is the Jane Eyre adaptation right, uh, any, a, a, a comic anyone could enjoy? Any fucking one okay. could enjoy <laughs> the Jane Eyre adaptation. Well, maybe I'll look at this Jane Eyre adaptation. Okay, I okay. need to check this out because I love Chip Zdarsky as an 
author. Mm. Um, or as a writer, I should say. Well, mm. author still works. Because, um, <laughs> like, he did... Um, I mean, he recently did uh, Spider-Man Life Story, which is sick. Mm. But prior to that, he did uh, Peter Parker Spectacular Spider-Man, which has one of the best single issues of Spider-Man I've ever read. I think it's like 310. I assume that's all you're talking about. Yeah, it's the last one of his run. Yeah, um, so good. And it's a standalone story. A standalone sto- story in one issue that's kind of like everything that Chip loves about Spider-Man um, and also kind of like him saying goodbye to writing Spider-Man at the same time. Oh, and that's it's cool. so good. And prior to that, I'm pretty sure... Because I have all of the trades of the series that um, Chip wrote that ends with that. And uh, I'm pretty sure there's a really good Doc Ock story in there too. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm I think it's Doc Ock. Casually reading the one where it was like a, almost uh, the, the, the Spider-Man, what if he had kept the, the Venom suit for a bit? And yeah, it's also it's all very, very good. It's just, it's just like a nice, yeah. um, like a what-if story of old, but a bit more intense. What, yeah. Let's do a uh, an all Spider-Man episode of Serious Issues where we each pick a Spider-Man story. Ah, okay. Well, yeah, I'll... Um... And we and we all pick the movie Spider-Man 3. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds good. Ah. Dear God, I want you to kill Spider-Man. That's sick. Please. Spider-Man 3 has some incredible moments in a movie that's less than good. Well, I know, that's why we're, that's why we're all picking it. Mm. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I said less than good. I really like it. I enjoyed it too. It. <laughs> It was a good time. I like when he's walking down the, the, the street doing the finger guns and everyone's like, what a big loser. Because that's what Peter Parker thinks is cool. Peter Parker isn't cool. He's not a good, cool man. He's a big loser. I, I honestly think the part that... Because, like, Venom is not done well, but oh, then yeah. the uh, going to church and praying for God to kill Spider-Man, that almost makes it worth it. Mm-hmm. And Sandman is... A very tragic villain and yeah. done well. It's just yeah, too much stuff in one movie. Look, Sandman was great. Uh, even some of the stuff with like the Venom suit is great, but then as all well, the symbiote is great. But then Venom is yeah. bad, and uh, James Franco is bad. But New everything Goblin. else, good. Anyway, uh, everyone, everyone hosting and listening loves Spider Man Three, and that's that's <laughs> the comic that Zamet just reviewed. Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. But anyway, so, um, this, yeah, this podcast yeah, has been far too happy so far. So now Joel Dusha is going to review something that I've never heard of mm. that he says is extremely sad. I and frankly, I can't wait. Shocked that you haven't heard of this. It is a graphic memoir uh, written and illustrated by Tom Hart uh, that depicts his time or him and his wife's time of uh, losing their child, Rosalie. Uh, who died suddenly just before she turned two. And it right. is, he wrote this to cope with the grief of it all. And it is fucked up sad. Like, oh, I yeah, like that- warning, I may just cry when you describe this. <laughs> I, 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 yeah, cannot pick this, this, this uh, book up without, yeah, just becoming a mess. So, um, when this book came out in 2016, I had a son that just turned two, and then my wife. Gave birth to another daughter that year. Yep. Are you surprised at all that I have not sought this book out? <laughs> no, I'm just surprised you hadn't heard of it entirely. Mm. Um, like all, all my, everyone that, that's dear to me calling me up, just warning me. Hey, just let you know this exists. Stay the fuck away from it. <laughs> yeah, because like it, um, it's beautifully illustrated, but also has the illustrations of someone that is very, very like just going through it. Um, so. The way that he draws a lot of it is, like, anytime he's drawing, like, a memory of Rosalie or, like, something that happened in her childhood, it's always, like, quite detailed and, like, the whole thing is in black and white. 
but uh, you get like nice positive vibes. But anytime he's drawing him or his wife Lila, uh, they look like shadow people that. It's just fucked. Mm. Like, I, I would <laughs> um, describe his art as, like, if you get a, a thick charcoal kind of, like, and just kind of scribble on a page, like a, like a circle over and over and over again, uh, especially when he gets to sort of the more, like, angry bits. Yeah. And um, also, it's just, like, really, 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 really cutting. Like, occasionally... Because, like, the whole book is about, like kind of like the year after they lost Risley. I haven't finished reading it yet just solely because it's really hard to power through because mm. you kind of like read a couple of chapters and you just feel the weight of it more and more on you and you're like hmm this is hard because um, it's it's like in theory it's easy to read like there's uh, not many words on each page it's like a lot of just like hang on I'll hold just to give you an example I've got the book next to me which uh, worth noting this is Zamet's copy that I um, I've been meaning to read for a while, <laughs> and it was on his coffee table one day when I went over, and I was like, "Uh, uh-uh, uh, I'm confiscating this. I uh, want to read it, but also you're yeah. banned." Yeah, yeah. Like the, the the context is, I guess, um, I guess me and my wife recently had a, had a miscarriage, and so uh, it was during that time. Uh, Dusha was like, "Oh no, you're not reading this one." And I was like, "That's <laughs> fair, dude." I cannot comprehend a lot of things right now. I do remember a lot of the. Uh, uh, there's, I think, a few things in that that uh, uh, comic that will always make me tear up, and 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 one of them is how he talks about paying for bananas with the same credit card that he pays for his daughter's uh, cremation. Um, yeah. And then uh, uh, what his daughter thinks is was it is it a maze? Um, she thinks a like a maze is basically this kind of crap car park that they just couldn't get to and there's just a few yeah. kind of just devastating panels and devastating yeah. kind of um what's going on in that in his in yeah. so, I, I i just looked at the preview for it and in the in the on the publisher's <laughs> website this is published by uh uh mcmillan 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 publishers um uh, it has like it gives you a, like the first twenty pages of the book, and straight away it talks about her favorite thing, which is a scene from My Name is Totoro, yeah, which is a movie that I watched with my kids three days ago, yeah, and it's my daughter's <laughs> birthday today, and I gave her a doll of May from My Name is Totoro, yeah. And, uh, um, you 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 okay? So my list of people that are banned from reading this book: number one, Joel Zammett, who has already read it but not allowed to revisit it; number two, Andrew Levins, because yeah, uh, Rosalie uh, really likes movies. And like, well, my really kids likes... don't really, so that's okay. <laughs> yeah, but uh, similar to your daughter, uh, really likes. Um, well, ends up like being quite fond of. Um, uh, I almost said Miyamoto. That's not who I meant. Um, Miyazaki. <laughs> Miyazaki films. Right. So like, Spirited Away and My Neighbor Totoro mm. come up and, a lot in this. Yeah, and Ponyo, I think also. Comes oh, and Ponyo. Ponyo. Ponyo goes hard in this household. Mm. Yeah. Um, well, give it a read. Uh, have <laughs> no, a cry. Don't. Uh, <laughs> no, I mean, like, I, 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 I think I could definitely handle reading this. I'm looking at it. It, look, it looks beautiful. It reminds me, like, weirdly of a. Um, uh, there's an artist called and writer called James Kachalka who mm-hmm. um, published, basically, wrote a, a, a comic every single day, like a diary comic, mm. um, and then published them all as the Amer- as American Elf. Um, and so you can read like pretty much is it like it's like five years of his life in like daily comic form, and unfortunately, like like there's nothing quite as 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 sad as as what's what's happened to Tom Hart yeah. and Rosalie Lightning, but it uh it does cover some like you know darker moments in his life, and there is something. It's not voyeuristic, but it's like 
I don't know, there's that, that weird, it's comforting feeling reading someone processing grief. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and, and they're not just kind of like, spoil the end, JD, but there is that kind of stuff where it is the sort of processing that grief, and him and his wife especially, and there is like a moment of hope at the end, and it's like, it's really sweet, um, and it is, again, it's a very bittersweet because of everything that has sort of happened. Yeah. Um, okay, and- do you guys know the song Real Death by the band, the, the, the artist The Microphones? Yes, and the- Phil, in- Phil Elvram, is what his name is? Yeah, yeah um, and Phil- A Crow Flew Over Me. <laughs> a Crow Flew Over Me, is that the album? The, when he- his his wife died. Yeah. The mother of his of his daughter died, and and he he basically made an entire album about yeah. processing that grief, and has someone called Real Death, and that is the saddest two and a half minutes I've ever heard. Yeah. Ah, oh, yeah. That fucking album. Yeah, I'm pretty sure the album's called A Crow Flew Over Me. Anyway, that album is fucked up. Like it's very very similar vibes to this book. I won't um, listen. Uh, yeah. yeah, you absolutely because like you get like songs, and then it kind of. En- because it's like kind of s- like singer songwriting, but he his singing style occasionally is like almost spoken word at points, mm. and you get like really sad songs, and then like the song will end with like it's been three days since you left me, and okay. <laughs> and like the it's, it's called a crow looked at me, a crow looked at me, yeah. Um, um here's a spoiler for future episodes of why am i sad mm-hmm. either the comic <laughs> we're talking about or the song we're talking about yeah <laughs> <laughs> a re-emergence um, of uh yeah yeah I'm, I'm processing grief uh i just i'm looking at other people process grief <laughs> and having a sad time like uh, yeah good. but like there's one song on the album where like he talks about how his wife because she i'm not i think she died of it was like an illness mm. because she knew she was dying and pancreatic she, cancer Yes. Um, and she, like, preemptively bought, like, a school bag for their daughter. So, like, after... Like, it ar- yeah, it arrives, like, days after she died. Yeah. And, yeah. Ah, <laughs> oh, you're <laughs> killing me, rough. man! <laughs> <laughs> oh, <fuck>. <laughs> <laughs> um, but, yeah, yeah. Rosalie Lightning, very similar vibe to that. It's just, like, a lot of, like occasionally speaking about stuff or like processing anger or grief in a way that you're like oh yeah no i totally understand Mm. that like there's discussion in a counseling session about like um just talking like leela tom's wife and mother of rosalie is talking a lot about like she's able to like talk about how she's feeling where he just kind of the only thing he says is like it's made me want to go outside and just pulverize the mountains and the yeah just like it's just a very honest very very hard like hard to read in a good way it's raw um yeah it's gonna be one of those books that like i'll finish reading i'll be like hmm i guess that's never leaving me (laughs) (laughs) yeah yeah um, yeah yeah yeah. there's a there's a there's a video game as well have you heard of that game called that dragon cancer and it's about (laughs) a a, a father a father made a game about what it was like to lose his son to cancer fucking hell yeah, so Sorry. many ways to be sad on this. Uh, <laughs> yeah, sad suggestions nice. on this podcast. So, yeah, uh, ha- ha- play that game while queued up on Spotify, uh, <laughs> the microphones, and then yeah, chase it with uh, with Rosalie Lightning. But whatever you do, don't mm. listen to Tears in Heaven by Eric Clapton because fuck Eric Clapton. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, but um, yeah, but no, it's uh, one of my top. I think probably top, like top five books. Uh, Rosalie Lightning. It is yeah. just uh, heart-renderingly beautiful. Yeah, I'm definitely going to get it. It sounds phenomenal. Yeah, and, um, like, I mean, 
I am a single man who has never worried about having children or been in a situation where I've been like, hmm, what would that feel like to lose something like that? Um, but yeah, like just reading this book, I'm like, yeah, fucking hell. It's like beautifully written. It's very like relatable in a sense of like, like a lot of people have experienced death one way or another. And it does a really good job of like explaining just how horrible it can feel, but like how it it's almost like crazy horrible in a sense that your brain can't even quite comprehend what it's feeling. So yeah, you want to do stuff like go outside and smash the mountains. Mm. But yeah, very, very, very good book. I will finish it very soon. But yeah, like I read a couple of chapters at a time and I'm like, all right, let's uh, <laughs> stop listening to a crow yeah. looked at me at the same time and uh, go do something nice. Oh, what's this? What's this, what's this, this dragon game? cancer game? Ooh, Ooh, yeah. I wonder what this is. <laughs> what are these seven, seven Junji Ito books behind me? They look, they look pleasant. <laughs> <laughs> Um, so let's, uh, let's, let's, let's change it up a little bit. Talk about something light and fun to end the episode. But first we're going to take a miserable look at some ads from our sponsor. <laughs> That'd be so great. All, all of these ads are about fucking like tiny coffins. <laughs> 30% off. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass!" So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health Right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Thanks, sponsors. Um, I'm going to be talking about a manga that was sent uh, to me by a listener of the podcast. Um, shouts to Jake. I really, really appreciate it. Hell yeah, Jake. Uh, if you li- if you listen to Hey Fam, this is the same Jake that sent us um, uh, multiple boxes of Son of the Mask mem- memorabilia <laughs> and merchandise. Um, and it's because of good people like Jake that Angus and I have the by far the largest collection of Son of the Mask merchandise in the Southern Hemisphere, rivaling Jamie Kennedy himself. Um, uh, huge shouts to Jake. You're a real one, Jake. Yep. Um, do you ever have that feeling where you shout someone out three times and then worry that maybe you got their name wrong? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Shouts to Jake or whatever your real name is. Jake, Jack, I, Jacob, either way. Let's just go with Joel. You. Oh, yeah. <laughs> like, Mine's you know, better name. The odds are in, yeah. my, in my favor, right? <laughs> Guess what, everyone? I did get it wrong. His name is actually John. Sorry, John. Thanks for everything. 
Um, but he gave me a book um, called Saint Young Men. And Saint Young Men is a manga written by Hikaru Nakamura. Um, it came out in the mid-2000s. And it is about Jesus and Buddha taking a gap year from their duties in Tokyo. That's sick. Uh, okay. So we, yeah, we have like, you know, they both kind of look like it's constantly remarked that Jesus looks like Johnny Depp. And then Buddha, <laughs> Buddha has like obviously the extended earlobes and, and, uh, and the kind of like ceramic looking haircut. But um, it's them, like they, they share an apartment together. Um, uh, Jesus keeps getting in trouble from Buddha because he gets obsessed with buying like box sets of like lost and new laptops <laughs> to play um, MOBAs on. Um, whereas, yeah, Buddha is very, very uh, frugal and, um, and, you know, insists on, on saving their money. And uh, because they're being watched by the heavens at all times, whenever they encounter um, hardships, like animals are constantly showing up. Um, insisting that Buddha eat them uh, because the, the heavens are worried that Buddha and Jesus aren't eating. Uh, like, and so basically, yeah, it is like it, there's like the first volume um, is uh, I think it's like 20, 20 chapters, and each it's 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 a kind of like it's not really an ongoing story. It's like it's it's a it's a gag manga where yeah. it's just like fun comedic uh, romps. Like one of them, one, they, maybe they, they go out shopping together or they go visit a temple, but um, it's a Buddhist temple. So, ever, so Buddha is, is like a, a celebrity there and everyone wants to get their photo with him. Um, <laughs> but then it's also like, it's so locked into like, um, like what life was like in the mid 2000s. There's like frequent references to TV shows and Japanese idols of the time. Um, and what's great is that there are footnotes at the end of each chapter that explain like all of the idiosyncrasies of like you know Japanese culture that's being explained in the chapter being covered in the chapter plus it will like tell you all the biblical references hell yeah so it's like you know <laughs> hey th- this this out like you know Jesus did this in this that's, this is referencing this bible story this is referencing this like you know buddhist passage um man it's so fun um i uh it's one of those ones where i burned through it like, I force myself to read it the same way I read all manga, which is ignoring much, all my yeah. other, everything else in my life and only reading it. But you don't have to with this one. This could be, this would be a perfect toilet book. You know, oh. every time you need to spend 15 minutes in the bathroom yeah, for whatever yeah, yeah, reason, yeah, yeah. read a chapter. <laughs> uh, for whatever reason. Shitting or wanking, perfect book. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, there's like, just like, I don't know. I just, as someone that misses Japan, it was great seeing... Uh, even you know Jesus and Buddha uh, go on a, 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 a like a holiday in Tokyo, <laughs> and and like yeah like yeah Jesus buys Buddha a, a Nintendo DS, like so much just like so much great shit like that. <laughs> That's um, sick. Yeah, you guys would both love it. Yeah. Um, Maybe getting me reading a manga. I don't know how I feel about it, but all right. Yeah. There's nothing horny about this book. Okay, okay, okay. It was written because, uh, yeah, um, I, I have a theory that all of the best gag manga is uh, is written by women, um, and Hikaru, Hikaru Nakamura is uh, indeed a woman. Um, but yeah, obviously, uh, you, when you're writing a book with Jesus and and Buddha, um, you wouldn't be able to get it published if it was ho- particularly horny. Yeah, uh, that's so true. I, I know, you like one of your biggest problems. Publisher. One of your biggest problems with anime and, and, and manga is anime, for some weird reason, is that it's horny sometimes. <laughs> and it's like... <laughs> it's just too horny. You know, there's a level of horn that I can accept. Just embrace it. Who cares? <laughs> <laughs> 
um yeah but it's it's man it's so much fun i love it's a, it's a great edition it's been published by um Kadansha comics and there's like a few like beautiful color pages um yeah it's really fun like as you learn like the different like you know she really has like clear kind of personalities in in her versions of of jesus and buddha um and most of the jokes land pretty well even though like they're either dated or culturally not a hundred percent in my wheelhouse (laughs) um but yeah were you guys you guys raised religious at all uh so i wasn't raised religious but i went to a like religious high school if that makes sense my family were like this is the best school in the area you have to be catholic to go and i was (laughs) like hey that's what i'm doing with my children now Ah. (laughs) Ah. method. oh no <laughs> uh, I, I was raised Catholic or, Catholic or Christian. I don't remember the differences. I've had it explained to me so many times, but I, I'm just not going to accept it. Catholics uh, feel Walker more guilt. Yell at me in a car the things they didn't about do about the difference, and I just am not going to accept uh, which one is what. Um, yeah, so I was raised as one of them, um, and I think my mum was Protestant, but she had to convert to the whatever to marry my dad for some reason. Because I don't know, back in the day, it was a bit crazy. But uh, being the youngest, uh, I, I think I, I really missed out on all the like the hardcore Catholic stuff because I think they either just could have gave up on me or I was just uh, too difficult. Uh, make your own <laughs> choice. Yeah, I, I, had, I went to church every Sunday for like the first 17 years of my life. Yeah, I think uh, I was like first six. Exactly, Dusha. That's, yeah. who was, that's yeah. why we went. Yeah. He was there hanging out. See, I ended up going, like, off staying across. in the foyer with a box of Savoy's and a book, and that's what I would do until my mum was like, this is pointless. And I'm like, it is! Let me stay home and sleep in! Yeah, um, so- my, my pa- It took COVID for my parents to finally admit that they hate church. Because <laughs> 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 they stopped going, and then they just didn't go back. <laughs> um, we just yeah, had COVID. scandals with our priests. I think that was, was a bit iffy with uh, my parents. My yeah. grandma lives in in a country town in New South Wales, and we visited her uh, when we could uh, a few months ago. And mm. I took the kids um, to a church in like the beginning of winter, and oh, no. the church is in a town called Bathurst, New mm-hmm. South Wales. Mm-hmm. There's one other Bathurst, and it's in Scotland. Um, and they refurbed the Bathurst that my the, the the church in Bathurst that where my grandma lives refurbed the church, and um, all this you know new renovations. It's enormous, um, you know, new seats, new everything. Thing, but the heater, the heating system, got sent to Bathurst, Scotland. <laughs> Hell yeah! Good. So good, good, good. you have a majority elderly, like hundreds of old people. Like my grandma goes to church every day, and what the in the fuck? middle of yeah, I know she's extremely Catholic. She had <laughs> eight children, Joel. <laughs> yeah, but okay. So my grandma is uh, she had six kids. Goes to church every Sunday. She is... I have no Italian blood whatsoever, but she goes to Italian church only because that suits her best. It like smells in the better. Of, yeah. No, she goes, to, <laughs> she goes to Italian church just because it's earlier in the morning. Uh, and it's, <laughs> you can suffer earlier. Uh, yeah. Um, and even then, she only goes once a week. Sometimes I think she'll go twice. Um, yeah, okay. But yeah, yeah. And- anyway, the church we went to, Joel, mm. it, Joel's, mm. it was it was five degrees Jesus when, when we were in this church. Fuck My hell. kids are wearing ski jackets no. and like <laughs> and and uh, and beanies and gloves. <laughs> we're in this freezing cold church. And this is the first time either of them have been to church before. So now they think church is a place where you like. <laughs> 
you know, have, have to dress like you're about to go down the slopes. <laughs> yeah, that's that's insane. Our parish priest, he, he ran away with the school secretary. So as scandals go, I think it was that's a pretty huge. good one. Yeah, that's yeah. that's a chill one. That's all yeah. right. Yeah, but boy, unless back the then secretary was. was like an eight-year-old boy, <laughs> alas, then yeah, <laughs> same problems as always. An adult woman, you know. Yeah, <laughs> but yeah, man, say it, young men, a slice of saintly life. Um, it's really great. It was only recently translated into English. Uh, I think there's three or four volumes of it out now through Kadansha Comics. Uh, it'll run you about twenty-four bucks American, so thirty. Uh, you know, early 30s uh, yeah. Australian to buy a volume. A nice hardcover edition with some colour papers inside. Really, really recommend it. Especially if you are like, you know, uh, even though I kind of like, there, there's a lot of about religion that I'm like, oh, I didn't need that. I kind of do like that I know all the stories. Yeah. Because mm. they are like, just like these weird fables um, that I guess, you know, I, it's, it's just more lore that I yeah. know. Um, and so it's fun. <laughs> I, I remember being even in like in high school, like it'd be like, hey, you can do assignments on any other religion. And mm. so I did do an assignment on Buddhism. And so like all that weird knowledge comes floating back when you hear stories that Buddha tells in this in this manga. Yeah. I ended up doing a um a report on uh Baha'i ism. Baha'i. Oh, yeah. yeah. Do you guys know about Baha'i? A little bit. That's the, it's like the one religion where they believe in all the gods, which is sick. Mm. But <laughs> then they're sick. still like against like homosexuality and stuff. So it's like weird. Fucking, Less sick. What's wrong with you? Yeah, <laughs> swing and a miss. I, I, okay, I must say, uh, calling like <laughs> I guess religious stories law. Big fan. <laughs> what <did I> just <laughs> say? Big fan. Yeah. I'll, I'll say I'll, I'll repeat it around the house more, so one, one of the kids can say it at school and get expelled. <laughs> yeah, good idea. <laughs> Fuck. I want. Yeah, maybe I'll. Um, if next time he has to like cover one of his books, we'll say like Archie Levin's Law <laughs> <laughs> for his religion book. Excellent stuff. <laughs> I am homeschooling. That could be that could be like tomorrow's lesson. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> different laws of different religions. Uh, yeah, no, big fan. Yes, they actually they okay. Either they don't, or I am just tuning out completely. I, I have, we haven't done any religious education. For the seven weeks that we've been homeschooling, hmm. maybe I should lend Archie Saint Young Men Volume One, the third and final comic reviewed on this episode of Serious Issues. We also talked about Rosalie Lightning, and at the top of the podcast, uh, Zamet reviewed Stillwater. Three absolute hits for the <laughs> oh, ages, big time. <laughs> um, we'll be back in a week, Dusha. You'll be joining me with Jackson. Yeah, it's pretty um, exciting stuff. And we are, we are nearing the end of Zamet's ban on X-Men. And oh. the week after that, a ban on Dune. <laughs> oh, so, no. I'll get who knows? <laughs> um, but if you want to hear more of Zamet and Dusha, you can on the podcast, Plumbing the Death Star, uh, Baseless Speculation, and Thumb Cramps. They can all be found on sanspantsradio.com. Um, plus, you'll be able to find my other podcasts there too. Hey Fam and All the Small Games, plus many other fine podcasts. Let us know if you have a favorite Sans Pants member that you'd like to show up on a future episode of this one. Take care of yourselves, and we'll see you next time. Bye. Bye. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. 
Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. When it comes to your finances, you think you've done it all. You've saved, you've researched, and you've invested all that you can. Now it's time to take those investments to the next level by using the brand behind every great investor, Yahoo Finance. As America's number one finance destination, Yahoo Finance has everything you need, whether you're a seasoned trader or just dipping your toes into the market. Join the millions of investors who trust Yahoo Finance to guide them on their financial journey. For comprehensive financial news and analysis, visit yahoofinance.com, the number one financial destination, yahoofinance.com.